0: This is Will Swan, and you're listening to the Amber and Blue.
1: I think I'm going to call this edition the poorly sick edition. Um, So I'm not very well. Um, Edward is not very well. Came home from school poorly today. And my co-host, Richard, uh, is not very well either. So... Everyone to do with this Twitter space is, um, is basically poorly tonight, so we see how, how long my voice can go on for without sounding like I'm half dead. Um, evening Harry, um, how are you mate? Um, could not be better. Good good mate. It's always great to hear so I'll um I'll ask you the question then so are you um are you poorly like everyone else that went to Knotts county or are you okay?
2: everyone else is ill but i've 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 got have a bunch of my mates have all got some sort of illness uh my, I've just got a sore throat at the minute nothing too uh nothing too bad
1: yeah literally i i think I'm gonna call it like the Knotts County virus or something. You know what um,
2: you know what it is, right? Um we won four one, so they just gave us this illness, so
1: Yeah. We can't beat you on the pitch, so we beat you in the stands. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, on, honestly. Um welcome Tim. How are you, mate? Very well, thank you. All good? Good. Are you um, are you poorly sick as well or are you no. okay?
3: No, I'm all right. I've uh, you've obviously been around some dodgy places, have you, you pair?
1: Yeah, obviously. Uh, welcome, co-host Richard. I didn't know if you'd make it tonight or not. Just made it. Just. How are you <laughs> feeling, bud? Rough as fuck, but we move. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Harry's Harry's just starting with it. He's got the sore throat, so he doesn't know what's yet to come.
0: <laughs> no, to so, just, uh, do, put it that way.
1: Yeah. Is it
2: something, is it something called coronavirus by any chance?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're all riddled with it now. It's, it's come back. It is just the common cold, but you know, it's like, Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I suppose we've got to get on with the show then. I'll uh, oh, welcome Brandon, who's just uh, asked to speak. Brandon, how are you, mate? Fantastic.
4: How are you, Russ?
1: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Been better. Are you a... Uh, you got the Knox County virus, or are you all okay?
4: Um, I was ill before I went to County. I've been ill for like the last two weeks, and I'm still ill, so it's not fun.
1: Yeah, it's a bit crap. Anyway, well, hope you're feeling better soon, mate.
4: That's it. I've been dying.
1: That's not good, mate. Not good. I mean, I'm I'm in bed at minutes. It's frigging freezing. I can't warm up.
4: But... I'm, I'm playing on FIFA. Yeah. That makes me feel better.
1: Yeah, best way, mate. Best way, mate. Hopefully, he Stags and trying to get them promoted. That is exactly what I'm doing right now. Good, because, anyway, it'll happen on FIFA. It'll happen in real life this year. So, let's start with it. Um, massive, massive win. Um, did anyone see us putting four goals past County? Yep. Harry? No.
3: Sure, yeah. yeah, I think I, I think I said I think I actually said this last week on yesterday's um, phone in uh, that we'd beat them. I knew we would. I think it was it was just just going to happen. Really, nothing to do with. I just thought the way we played would exploit the way that they played,
1: and as it turned out, we did. Yeah, you were massively confident, Tim, going into it, mate. You was like, yeah, it's going to be easy and all the rest of it. You were, you are really, really confident. And, you know, were you still feeling confident when we went 1-0 down or did you kind of worry and think, mm, No, I'm I'm not think sure? wide open. I think the first
3: – in fact, I went with my wife and two kids and we got, kind of got split up a bit in the, with a the seating because we didn't get there until late. And then she just sent me a message saying – we're going to get battered. That was after the first goal went in. And I said, we'll win. Like you could even see in those first three or four minutes, just how shit they were at the back. <laughs> you know, I mean like comical almost. And, it, and, um, I mean, I didn't think we'd play as well or as exploit them as well as we did with that man on man to man, um, pressing, but you can just, the leaking goals all over the place. And, um, You know, where we've struggled, obviously, in the past few games, opening teams up because they've been very defensive, that this was a different ball game. And uh, we were very opportunistic with that, I think. And, yeah, I I always felt that we'd do something there.
1: Yeah, um, I I think you're right, mate. I'll I'll be honest. I think once our first goal went in, um, it was a bit of a, Calamitous first goal to give away, but I think after that we kind of just got our heads down and got stuck in. Um, so one of my friends is a Nott's County fan who was like messaging me on Facebook at the time, giving it the big end. Um, and I'll read, I'll read you a sample of it. Uh, just kicked off, gonna batter you one nil County first in many. Uh, oh, you've just equalised. That was clearly a foul on our player. Watch replay back. He clearly plays for the foul and trips over his own feet. Uh, and then, obviously, half-time. And then when when the second goal went in, it was like, oh, we're coming back. Third goal went in. And then I just got a message saying, I've left now as akin has got fourth. Mm-hmm. So, it just goes to show you, they walked into that game massively confident of turning us over. <clears throat> and because it's not gone the way they wanted it to, they were a mass exodus. Um, I think when that third goal went in, they started drifting out, didn't they?
3: Yeah, uh, you could see be- between the two stands there was that fence, and it was like this silhouette. It was almost um, artistic the way that, like, <laughs> there was just mass exodus of people walking out. It was pathetic, really, abandoning, abandoning, and deserting your team in, your, in their hour of need.
1: Yeah, it, it was quite embarrassing, wasn't it? I mean, like, they have been hyping this up as their, like, big derby game and it's a massive game for them. Um, and then they just, yeah, they were just poor all over the pitch. And it, in a way, it was lovely to see, to be honest, because of how cocky their fans had been and overconfident. But I, I just genuinely, I think, I think apart from the mistake for the goal, I thought, I thought Cargill was absolutely solid. Um, thought he had a really good game. What were your lot's thoughts on uh, Cargill?
2: I thought Cargill were immense. I'm not gonna lie. If he obviously he's gonna not play uh, Saturday because he's suspended, but if I, I can't see how you can get past well, obviously Kilgill's injured. I can't see how you can get past that back two of uh, Cargill and Flynn. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I know, and I'd, I'd agree with that. I think he's done. He's done really well. To be fair, I know we've got Brunt as well as Cover, but I think Cargill's come back from. I think he's had a couple of injuries now, hasn't he? Um but he's done well. He's come back in. He's got his head down. But you know, Flint, he he's just solid innit? He? He's just absolutely solid.
2: You know when your rival fans are saying, "Oh, I'd love to have like, Aidan Flint on your team," on Twitter. You just know he's immense. I, I can't believe he's dropped down to this level to play for us. To be honest, because he's he's different class, and I'm sure I saw Sheffield Wednesday fans on Twitter saying he's a liability, he'll get done in over top, and all of this. I've, I've i I've, I've not seen that yet. I, I think he's been different class.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's been he's been quality. I think he made he made a little bit of a mistake towards the exactly. end of the first half that let him through. But I think all in all, he's he's done a cracking job and I think it's helped Christy Pym out a lot and probably given Christy a bit of confidence now that he's got he's got two quality defenders in front of him.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can see he's brilliant. I mean, he's just such a colossus, such an aura on the pitch. It must be so reassuring to have him like at the back and the way that counterplay on Saturday was just wrong. Like, they have trying to launch these balls up and they were just being battered back by Flynn. Um, so he's uh, awesome for us. He's probably been like the signing of the last five years for me in terms of um, showing up that defence. You can probably see why, you know, as I wouldn't say as a modern-day defender, is he? You could probably see why he would struggle in clubs that are higher up in today's game just because, you know, the emphasis upon passing it from the back more and things like that. You can see why he's probably best suited to maybe League One and League Two now. But like he's just been, he's just been incredible, sensational for us.
2: It's his positioning for me. It, it, it genuinely is. It's his positioning. He, he's already one step ahead of the play. He, he knows where to be. Uh, I, I, I think he's an absolutely different class, and I think. That signing is the difference from us finishing fifth or sixth towards getting automatic. I, I'll tell you now. Uh, I think I came on here last season. I've came on here this season. I can be negative at times, and I can say we're not. At uh, last season, I definitely said we're not going up many times. This season, we will genuinely go up, and I, I and I couldn't be any more confident, to be honest with you, because that that Aidan Flint signing, yeah, Aaron Lewis signing, these players you wouldn't expect to sign at the start of the summer have been different class and that that's the difference between finishing fifth to us going up. I, I, I can't see past us or Stockport winning the league. Yeah, I
3: think it's I think it's like they the good thing I think with this season is it's there's a nuanced there's a nuanced change where we've made like additions in key positions but not enough to completely upset the squad and have too many new players that have to gel. Like, we've kept the best of last season and we've added to them with better players this season without it feeling like a new squad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that's 100, that that is 100% correct. I mean, we've got rid of some players who probably were a bit leggy, like your Perches, your Kieran Wallaces. And we've replaced Perch with an Aidan Flint, and we've w- replaced Karen Wallace with Aaron Lewis. Now, if you put that into perspective, this that is just unbelievable business, and I'd, and we haven't even paid besides wages and the signing on fee, we haven't even paid a penny for on both.
1: Yeah, I mean that's it's it's really phenomenal business when you look at it like that. That we haven't we haven't had to pay clubs money for these players. And these sorts of players are available and wanted to come to us. Um, I think I think it's you know, I think Nigel tried to do it last season, tried to keep the core of the squad together, but I don't think he added in the right places. And I think to, to Nigel's credit, I think he's learnt from that and he's he's gone out this year and decided this is what I need. And, you know, he deserves a bit of credit for that. I know we've said it's we're it. we're a bit light it. up top. Yeah. I think that's the only thing, isn't it? We are a little bit, like, up front, but, um, you know, we've got Oates come back in probably two weeks now. Mac has back two weeks away. You know, you've got Hewitt. Well, we're right, Hewitt, off for the rest of the season if he comes back towards the end, it's a bonus. But the fact is, we've still got three decent players come back into this squad. So, you, you know, it's exciting times.
2: Can we also just put a mention out for Ollie Clark, by the way. Oh, I see. Like, yeah, the the guy's been dropped. He, he's had his captaincy took off him. But he's came, but he's But it's like it's not bothered him. He's came back in. He's got a point to prove and he, he's different class. It, I, there were a few times where I thought, you know what, you've made a bit of a wrong decision when he was running through on goal and he cuts in and shoots from about 20 yards when he could have just carried on running. But, other than that, the guy is—he he has been—he was a difference for me in that game, like in midfield, just where it was like he'd run after the ball, he'd put in a challenge, he'd get onto anything, and I, and I genuinely think he's gone so under the radar since he's came back and been in starting eleven. I mean, he got us the win against Barrow.
1: Yeah, um, and I would go as far as to say that I think he probably got us to win it. Well, at least penalties against Sheffield Wednesday, because you know I think that big challenge in the centre of the park—that's really what woke the crowd up, got the crowd behind the players. And I, I do agree. I think Olly Clark does go under the radar because, but I think when he doesn't play, you miss him. We lack that midfield grip without him. We ain't got nobody else. Well, probably Quinny, who again, somebody else who I forgot to mention who's on the road back to recovery is Stephen Quinn. So that's another one to add to the list of potential players you've got coming back. I
2: mean, it, it's it's weird, isn't it? It's weird that we're we sat here talking about your Stephen Quinn, Jafi Kilgores and Oatsy and McLaughlin. I mean, he had a bit of a poor season last season, but you can't deny the season before he was a different class. We're talking at these players who are high-end League Two players and... We're still unbeaten without them, and it just is. I think you know what it's something I've thought about. It's more like Clough's got like a point to prove. He's he's well drilled every single player in that into that team into this system to the point where he knows if he don't get us up this season, he's gone. Where it so I th- he genuinely looks more motivated this season than he has any other season, and it just shows when all of these we're missing all of these players, but with that well drilled. It doesn't matter who's missing. We're still winning games. We're still managing to draw games, and that's the difference this season to me. And it's the football we're playing. It's like we've got two systems, and we use them both well. I couldn't fault a single thing Clough's done this season.
1: No, nah, I think I think he's I think he's done really well. To be fair, uh, Richard, how would you sum up Nigel's season so far?
0: Well, so far so good. It just goes to show a, a week's a long time in football. Because this time last week, everyone was moaning we're picking up too many draws, and now we've won league by Christmas. But uh, I think we yeah. have. You know what I mean? It's just it's another, it's another game. It's got to be backed up on on Saturday against Forest Green because they're the games where you know you're playing. Although they have just had a good win against Colchester, but they're the sort of games that you've got to back that one up. And we said, you know, if we'd have got a few more points and then you beat the teams around, you don't look too bad. But I think. Uh, you know, we, we need we need to back up that county performance and replicate it on Saturday against Forest Green and make sure we get another three points.
1: Yeah, Forest Green are another team that have been struggling as late. Um, brought in Troy Deeney, no doubt, on a decent sum of money as well. Um, a big players in the league Two now when
0: you look about all different Yeah, clubs, but none of, yeah. none of them seem to be, apart from Aidan Flint, none of them seem to be like hitting the ground running compared to all the hype when they when they were signed by whoever they signed for.
2: <clears throat> McLean's, um, McLean's been decent for Wrexham, apparently, to be fair to him. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's Flint and no one else that I'd say he's been, what, these big names who's came up. And it's even like your Paul Mullins. What's he done since he came, came back? And, well, Langstaff and McGoldrick, who? I, I, I don't think they even played Saturday, did they?
1: Uh, I think I think Langstaff played, didn't he, Edward? But he again, he was uh, McGoldrick. I thought in the first um, couple of minutes, like the first ten minutes, I genuinely thought he did um, he did all right. But then we seemed to just close him down. He just went missing. Langstaff, I openly said on a Notts County forum um, that I'm not. Uh, I didn't rate him. So, I was happy that he did nothing. You can say, considering um,
0: when he was scoring at National League last year, and that's county kind of fans are going on about how many millions they were going to sell him to the Championship for.
1: Yeah, and that's it, it. Maybe they should have, though. You know, I know he's got eight goals this season, but maybe they should have cashed in on him. Because, you know, you can be a good player at non-league and then come up to League Two and just struggle. And there's been a... There's been quite a few examples of that. Oli Palmer is a good non-league striker. At League Two level, I just think he's crap. But you're right, Richard. There are a lot of big players in League Two now. You know, you've got Flinty with us. You've got, uh, what's his name, Nick Powell, who I think might be injured again. I'm not 100% sure. He's at Stockport. Um, You know, you've got Troy Deeney, who I think has one goal to his name so far. I think he got an at trick against. I think he got an attrick,
0: Kansas, got an at-trick yeah. on his first game or something today, and I think that's
1: about it. Well, I think he'd be in Flint's pocket this weekend. To be fair, I think Flint quite likes a physical game. Um, I think his, his Cargill banned Saturday because he's had too many yellow yeah, cards. Five yeah. yellows. Yeah, so I think um, I think Flinty will have to play physical because. I think if they put Brunt up against him, he's probably going to try and bully him, in. he? So, I think Flint's going to be a little bit... I think that's why, whether
0: it's Cargill or Brunt alongside Flint, they sort of complement each other because Cargill and uh, Brunt are sort of your your more modern-day centre-halves who don't mind getting the ball down and and picking a pass out, whereas Flint's just going to go around smashing folk and and lobbing it, really, but it works.
1: So Yeah. And so, just sometimes you need a bit of physical presence. I think uh Oli Clark in midfield, um, I think he'd be busy again on Saturday. I think, that's, I think that's why he
0: makes such a difference in midfield. Because you look at the rest of the midfielders like Samarius, Reid, Lewis,
1: they're all like
0: technical ball players. They're not they're not an Ollie Clark or a Stephen Quinn who love to smash into folk to get a crowd going. You know, you you need someone like that in the middle of parking this league.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Tim, what are your thoughts on uh, Ollie Clark?
3: Um, I just think he has... I don't know, this, the effect he has on a game, like with, against Peterborough, as an example, like that game was running away from us. And as soon as he came on, made a few challenges, that was when the tide turned. Um, and they start to back off us and he's probably the only midfielder we've got who's got that proper grit and um you know sort of fight for the cause with the exception of maybe Quinn I don't know but the, the rest of the midfielders are creative players really aren't they whereas he is that sort of you know win the ball back lay it off win the ball lay it off not particularly creative but does the the basics really well and can really change like the mood of the team Um, unfortunate to lose his captaincy but you can understand why you've got someone like Flint in the team absolutely the right decision to give him the captain's armband Um, and it looks like Clark is more um, concerned with the team rather than his own personal you know sort of um, status in that team so I think he's awesome. He's very understated. This
4: space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.
3: And very, um, you know, sort of doesn't, not in the limelight very much, is he? But he just, just does the basics really well and turns over the ball really well.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, Brandon, uh, who else do you rate in this squad who you feel goes a little bit under the radar, mate? Um...
4: I don't know. Um, only uh, only Clark kind really of goes under the radar, but like two players that I talk about is Louis Reed and Jordan Barry.
1: Yeah, what did you think of uh, Jordan Barry's performance on Saturday? Um, it's like he's played
4: right back all his life.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's amazing how well he's kind of took to that role. Ante. I thought he was very calm and very assured on a uh, on Saturday, and just. Kind of when the ball come to him, he just knew what to do. He slowed it down when he needed to. He played it out when he needed to. I just think, I just think he's come on so well at right back. It does make me wonder if if he could ever play striker again, or whether he's just happy in this position now and happy to grow in there because he, he has performed so well to say that's not his natural position. I think he can just vibe at right back for me.
4: I think
2: I think Bowery. To be honest it, it, it's a, it's a good testament to him he's, he's been here what since Graham Coughlin and he, he's seen it all he's he, we've been down there with him and to have him play right back and in his un well I would not even class it as unnatural anymore but at a right back position that he hadn't played previously you, you've just got to give credit to the bloke he, he's done it for the club and he's been here what three or four years now he's our longest serving player and he his attitude to the club is just different class. I'd, I'd actually go as far as saying if we get promoted, he's got to have some sort of like status at this club.
3: Like interesting, interesting yeah. thing is on Saturday you could see that their tactic was to overload Barry. I think they felt they saw him as the weak link in the defence, so they were putting the Austin guy obviously, and they were overloading his side by two or three players, hoping to get some. Um, some joy down that wing and every single time he, snuff, he was snuffed out by him. They he ch- he chose the wrong approach with that, I think.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I think so as well. I think they, they looked at Barry, didn't they, and thought that's that's who we're going to aim for. But realistically, can can't he have got problems at that? We all said that you know they, they're a good team going forward but they haven't got anyone at the back and I'd go as far to say is that they need a keeper as well, because I thought that, that fourth goal should never have gone in. It it was poor goalkeeping, and I think that, that's it's, cost them.
2: It's the minute he touched the ball for the first time, I just looked at him and I thought, we can have a field day against this guy, because he, looked, he just looked like he was shitting himself. No, to me, one. he looked
4: like he was too overconfident.
3: It wasn't, the right, it wasn't the right guy to play that kind of tactic, I don't think. Like, there, he was a big um, single point of failure. Everything went back back to him. You need somebody in the net who is basically like a sweeper, really. And he wasn't it. I think he was, unf- I don't know, like, I think it was, I, I thought the whole Luke Williams um, approach was, Massively naive on Saturday, and they underestimated us, they played on the wrong guy. They've not done, they didn't, I don't think he's done his homework, did his homework against us. I think to put a new, uh, relatively new keeper in that um, vulnerable position and ask f- for all the balls to go through him, it's just like it's just a catalogue of errors, really. And you can you can you can completely understand why we, we got the joy we did because it's across the board, it was just wrong, the wrong way to play against Mansfield.
1: Yeah, I, I think he he got his um, he got his game all wrong, didn't he, on uh, Saturday? And you know we exploited it and played well. And I think you know it was it was good to see Alfie Kilgore without his leg brace on. Um, I don't know. Do, has anyone actually watched the game back to hear what Kilgore said or anything?
2: No, How am I to watch I the game back. I can't find it anyway. I can't fair. find it, man. Anyway.
1: Looking Richard, for it, and I can't find song. it anywhere either. I thought Sky would replay it at some point, but I don't know. I've not been able to find it. Richard, have you seen it? I, I think
0: they've only they've only replayed like fifteen minute highlights. They haven't actually. reached... I think we would have to recorded the actual program on the on the day, but they've shown. There's every now and then. There's can anybody like,
1: hear me? That'd be a good start.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you, bro. Every now and Cheers, then, mate. I think not,
1: um, uh... Twitter's been a bit of a gremlin tonight, um, so it keeps cutting out. Richard, are you here or are you struggling, bud?
0: No, I can still hear
4: nah, you. No, nah, you're talking like you're talking every two seconds and taking a breath and for like 10 seconds and talking for two seconds and taking um, a breath.
1: I think, it, I think it's my internet playing up, mate, you know, because yeah, of the rain and stuff off. like that. You know. I'm hoping it's going to kick in in a minute. Or yeah, can
4: I just stop playing FIFA for a bit?
1: No, I don't think he's on it, mate, to be fair. I
4: reckon
1: um, he just turned it off Because I'm sat downstairs, so unless he's on it upstairs, but I don't think he is. Um, is that any better anyway? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. There you go then. Um, so, yeah, moving swiftly on, it's um, it's Forest Green at home on Saturday. Uh, Brandon, how do you think we're going to
4: get on? Uh, 3-0, Keller hat trick yeah, but have you met him, Brendan? Um, I've not met him, but I met his friends from Sunderland, so it counts. <laughs> Some so, Ali,
1: tell us the story of meeting Keeler Dunn.
4: Basically, he went clubbing and found um, Keeler Dunn outside. No, <laughs> I don't actually know what actually happened. I was walking down from
2: wherever I was. Swan were down road, so we went and saw Swan first. Spoke to Will Swan, and then... We turned around and Kilo and about 14 of his mates, are all there. And I've just turned around and I've gone, he came from Burton. And honestly, he, he, were, he were hammered to be fair. But all his mates were signed and he's a good crack. Um, but yeah, apparently yeah. all Stag's players were out. All, play, all Stag's players were out. Uh, Aaron Lewis were in Skybar. So they've all clearly enjoyed the win.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it, mate. Um, but, yeah, I, I was Swanny anyway when you had a chat with him. Were he all right? Because he's been looking a bit like Dan and a bit fed up just yeah. lately.
2: Swanee were fine. Swan was fine. He's, uh, <laughs> to be fair, he just said he's had a lot of Stags fans come up to him all night. He's um, Same with Kilo Dunn, to be fair, he's had the same. But, yeah, they're all a credit tech club. They all sat and spoke to us for a while and they were, uh, yeah, De- decent chat with both of them to be fair from what I can remember anyway it was pretty much a blur I mean I did leave the arse at 7 in the morning
1: yeah to be fair mate I mean I can't I can't really remember much after yeah, the game but,
4: did you just score an overhead kick without a kill goal no you didn't so
1: <laughs> so yeah I mean I don't know how much I drunk that day but I think I think a lot of us enjoyed that win um we went back to Vattenfiddle, I think, had a couple there, and then obviously got the train back to Mansfield and went back to Pry as well for a few more. Russ, yeah. I think
4: you had about two pints and then you stopped there because you already got too drunk.
1: No, nah, mate. I, I weren't that, to be fair, I made sure I wasn't like pissed, pissed before the game. So I didn't really want to get, you know, when you get that drunk and you wake up in the morning and think, oh, I don't know how we've scored or like that. Yeah. So I waited till after to just start drinking proper. But yeah, it, it was a good day out. Um, you know, Edward got to see his first Mansfield win over County, which is always a nice thing. And and we played really well. Um, so moving on to Forest Green, Harry, what do you think the score is going to be? Brandon said 3-0. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go 4-0. Um,
4: 4-0?
2: Yeah, I don't know why. There's no real logic to it anymore. I can't even predict scores because we've gone from scoring zero to four, just like that. So, I'm just going to go 4 nil and be confident for once.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Tim, what do you think? I think
3: that games, teams like this, normally are our undoing. I think we go in have a performance like that on Saturday and everyone's high-fiving each other. And then this team and this game has a, a right play. tendency to smack you in the face. And uh, with teams like Forest Green, where you you think you're going to coast it and then they'll get an early goal. and So I'm not... I don't feel that confident. Tim's P- the new Harry Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a win. I can't say anything but a win, but I just these sort of teams just freak me out because, you know, they've not done a great deal. They've come off the back of a win themselves. Probably they're feeling quite buoyant. So, um, I think we'll win,
1: but I don't think it's going to be as easy as we think it's going to be. Are you going to uh, stick your neck out and give us the score, <laughs> mate? Or um, I'm going to go one <laughs> Yeah, Fair. Uh, uh richard what do you think mate
0: yeah i think what well, i think we'll win i think it'd just be one or two nil though cause i think
1: i think the co-host has gone missing either that or he's lost his voice no i can, can hear, him, hear,
0: can
1: hear him. him like literally let i cannot speak. hear so, so like, speak. i can hear everyone but richard
4: yeah well let richard speak and we don't have to listen to you anymore
1: well then somebody tell me when he's finished speaking and i'll join in after I, will do. I
0: reckon it'll be 1-0 or 2-0 because I think Forest Green are going to be one of them teams who come and sit and we're 11 men behind the ball and probably play a long ball up to Troy Deeney every 20 minutes so I think it depends how early we can get that first goal but I think yeah, I think we will beat them but I think it's going to be a, a long, old game Right, Russ, you can come back in there
4: Russ, he basically said we're going to win 7-0 <laughs> because we've won- scored so many goals against County and Forest Green are absolute wank so we're just going to batter them even more Hello, Ross. Are you going to unmute yourself? No, Richard, yeah, I've no.
1: just had to restart my app; mate, it crack. So, yeah, I'm back. Did you hear what I just said? No, mate. I missed. I missed the back end. I just didn't right, unmute. So,
4: yourself. so, so, so. Richard said we're going to win seven 0 because we just beat County with scoring four goals. So we're going to score more against Forest Green because they the wank.
1: First. uh i I'm I'm going for the shittiest game on earth, and I think it'd be one nil. And I'm going to say Will Swan. Because at some point it's got to happen. He's he's got to score. So I'm. Um, yeah, I scored. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, more so just not from open play. So, so not score from open. play? No, he's he going to was... score from open play rather than a penalty brand. That's that, that's that. Sure. Do you, yeah, I can. I mean, I can say it's lower for you, mate. If you're struggling to uh, comprehend it.
4: No, no, no you, ju- you just you um, just didn't you didn't say it properly. Well, so I was just correcting you. Well, have you had a few too many pies?
1: No, no mate. Not had anything. Got the Rona on oh. So, I'm feeling sorry for me, sir.
0: Can you hear me, also Am I still...
1: Yeah, no. I can hear you uh, now, mate. Yeah. I can hear Do you. you not... You're back.
0: Do you think it was slightly strange how many first-team squad players played this afternoon in that... Uh, whatever that was against Derby when they got hammered 4-0? Yeah. He
1: he put out quite a strong team, didn't he? I don't know... I don't Considering know why. It's like,
0: th- like less than three days or whatever before before that game like that's pretty, it was pretty much most at bench you would expect that's played sort of 75 80 minutes I just think hopefully everyone's got through yeah he didn't say in his, it did say in his
4: interview though that he wanted them more to have minutes in that game
1: yeah it seems yeah I don't know it seems a bit of a strange one given our history with injuries and stuff like that wide risk certain people um I know Gale played, didn't he? Who who else did he play in hand?
0: Uh, Swan. William. Tom Johnson. um, Yeah.
1: Boateng. Gale. Yeah. Williams. uh, It it does seem strange. I mean, I don't know, maybe he's getting Boateng minutes to get him up to match fitness ready for when he brings him on in second half on Saturday. Um, Because that's what he tends to do, isn't it? But, I don't know it, it does seem a bit of a strange one unless he didn't want he wanted to give Derby a harder match and he didn't have much faith I just, on uh, the players just, he were going to put out
0: I just hope they weren't using it to try and get Swan a goal and get his confidence up and then he's gone another game without scoring
1: yeah there is that isn't there um, yeah hopefully not but I do think it's time to come on Saturday Um but Tim's right. These, these are the games that we tend to drop points. I mean, I am absolutely shitting it for Arrogate away. So we just never, ever play well at Arrogate. Um, yeah, we, we, play, we never there. play well
2: against Arrogate. Mm. I don't think I've actually lasted a full 90 minutes in ground against them.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, it's a horrible place to go. Did you manage to get tickets, Harry? I'm in Cyprus. Oh, hey, uh, yeah. What about you, Brandon? Did you yeah. get tickets? ticket?
4: Um, no, and I'm not going to that shed yeah. again.
1: Tim, did you manage to get a ticket? A... Timothy. Tim's gone. No. Tim's gone. Oh, good old Twitter gremlins. Um, yeah, because I don't think we had many tickets, but then I've seen some today on the old um, Facebook Moan group that people have had the tickets cancelled. So I don't, I don't really know what all that's about. But yeah, apparently like people have brought tickets through the normal way. And um, they've like had their tickets cancelled. So I don't know what's gone off there. How can you cancel a ticket? I don't know. That's what I mean. But apparently it's happened. Like There was one person who put up that they're after two tickets. They couldn't get one. Um, and then just having a look, there's a couple of people that I think have commented on it. Said they've had the same issue. So I don't, I don't know what's gone off, whether it's true or whether it's... You, you never know who are fans on there now at the minute with all these people offering to buy tickets and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what's gone off with the old arrogant tickets. But so you can
0: sort of tell us they're offering you two tickets and they're living Canada or something, then it's
1: going to be a load of bollocks. Yeah, proper, but... but Rudd, yeah.
0: what's your thoughts
4: on anonymous posts on um, Facebook?
1: I don't know. Do you know what? To be fair... I think people just use them for banter to wind people up, so I tend to just laugh at them.
4: Do I know who it is half the time?
1: No. I just I just find them I just find them quite funny. So Not recently, but before there was me. Was it? That's quite it. I bet you were just doing it to wind people up, weren't you?
4: Yeah, so you know when it was at Ratford. Yeah. And someone had put about Tyler Walker or something at being there.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, that was me. <laughs> And then, and then when you know, when we was queuing up for the shirts, yeah. And uh, I said, like, someone had walked in through the doors of Carolyn, and everyone believed that that was also
1: me, yeah. But why are you giving your post away now? Nah, if anyone posts anonymous on there now, nah, they're just all going to think it's you.
4: No, I haven't done it for a while,
1: so but yeah,
4: it's not like any of these are going to go snitch on me on Facebook, are they? And if they do, well, then oh well, I don't mate, care too much, make you get a three year stadium ban.
1: Yeah, that's it now. Why am I getting that job done?
4: You know, Harry Brown, you know, you know the one that was about Lucas Aiken shouldn't play anymore. That was Harry Brown. <laughs> Bob, I don't think I even touched that group because it's that toxic. It, it,
1: it Harry, Harry to Brown was the
4: one that mentioned about he plays so much better without Aiken, so he shouldn't play anymore. He messaged me saying he was going to do it.
1: <laughs> and no and behold, it happened. But yeah, yeah. so I, I just think, you know, it's Saturday's going to be a difficult game arrogant but at least it at least we've kind of got out the way of playing like the upper teams in the division now um i think warthall are on a bit of a you know i know they won at weekend but they're a bit hit and miss so it'd be interesting to see what goes off there because apparently danny johnson's fell out with their manager so that's you know all that money they spent all that money they spent getting them t-shirts printed up um and nah, for him to sit on the bench just seems a bit of a waste. Now, but yeah,
4: he was Danny Johnson.
1: Exactly, exactly, mate. We don't need him. We've got Will Swan.
4: I don't know if you're on about.
1: So yeah, um, so yeah, I think that's that's about it for tonight, isn't it? I'm going to keep it short and sweet tonight because I feel like shit. Rich feels like shit, and I think Brandon's busy playing FIFA. Um, More. Harry.
4: I just won against Shrewsbury 3 2 with a Aikens double and a kill overhead kick. Did so you drop Aikens? Pardon? Did you not drop Aikens? No, nah, he came on in the eightieth
1: minute, scored two goals. Quality. That's that's because of his quality, to be fair. Um no, nah, he's pretty I quite like him, to be fair. I thought he had a good another one that had a good game Saturday, to be fair. Thought yeah. he did really well. It was it was a baller on Saturday. Wow. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see where we go on uh, on Saturday, uh, as well, uh, Since I'm going to start wrapping it up because we're all dying and all ill, uh, who's your player to watch?
0: I will go with uh, Keeler Dunn purely because we're going to need someone to create some out of nothing on Saturday when Forest Green have got their team bus parked at six-yard box. So, I will go with Keeler Dunn.
1: Fairs and uh, I'll just grab Edward one minute.
0: Um, Richard, what about Boateng? He'll come on and score winner if it's still 0-0 in 80th minute.
4: No, he won't because it'll <laughs> go straight over the bar into the retail bar.
0: Yes, 100%. Do
1: you know what, Asbury? if he no, does that, day. mate, You're I'll get yeah, 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 you a
0: One day. Five Can my time, I have three Yeah. don't
4: know my place what? Right? Uh,
1: go on, then. Christy, Christy Pym. Mm, any particular reason?
4: he's going to see Dean and give him a left right good night.
1: Edward are you ready who's your player of the week mate Aidan Flint Aiden Flint why because he he's good because he's, he's, yeah. he's good and because he's good and because he's good there you go then so that's it I'm going gonna... to
4: can we have a different player please
1: no no Aidan Flint's quite a good choice that's his first time he's ever can him. we have a... <clears throat> can we have star bench man yeah we <clears throat> <clears throat> Could rename it star badge like a McDonald's badge.
4: No, no, no. I want, I want him to say who was the best player that came off the bench.
1: Edward, who was best player that come off at bench on Saturday? I'll have a look. He's, a, he's having a look. He says, "Come back to him in a second. He's just loading it up.
4: One, it's been a second, Ross.
1: Yeah, well, he's a child, mate.
4: <laughs> so it's just get through. that uh, just because the child doesn't mean he
1: should not be able to count to one well you never know mate nowadays what they teach him at school that is true you should know that mate stay in school well, I'm not at school I'm actually at college what are you doing at college
4: um a personal training course for us enjoying it no no why not because I have to wake up so early Russ, and I like my bed
1: you're not a fan of mornings then?
4: No. Nope.
1: Right. We've got it up. So your choices are George Williams, Callum Johnson, Boateng, Swan or Gale? Swan. Swan. There you go. Thank you. There you go.
4: I appreciate there it. There
1: you go. So he's just managed to load it up. So there you go. Right then, everyone. That is it for this week. Uh, because to be honest, I feel like crap and I can't be asked to do it anymore. So thank you, everyone, for speaking. I'm going to go and get my head down. Cheers, Rich. Cheers, Brandon. Tar, Harry. See you all later. See you, bye. This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com.